When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Lions Watch, the Football Rambles regular look at what's going on with the England men's football team. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. This week, there's good and bad news coming out of Manchester City. Is Jack Grealish back? Quite possibly. We'll take a look at his upturn in form and we'll also assess Carl Walker's injury and what that means for England's back three. Can we'll I just actually say, assess yeah, it. We, won't be, <laughs> we have no medical qualifications. We will not be assessing it. We'll be assessing the chat around it properly. Indeed. Very much with second-hand information. In the words of Pep Guardiola, I'm not a doctor. No. Uh-huh. I wish I had some paper to rustle because I could pretend that it was like his medical record. <laughs> Elsewhere, James Madison has once again been the main man at Leicester City. We'll uh, adjudicate on whether Brother Brendy's views on him are hot or not. And we'll also be hearing from your good selves as we discuss what country England should be most wary of at the World Cup. Well, that was the worst performance I have ever seen from an England team, ever. We were totally hopeless for 90 minutes. It's another wretched night for England at a major tournament. And did you also miss a left-footed player down the left side? Yeah, but where is that player? How are we going to win this tournament as England? And England win on penalties! A semi-final won by England at long, long last. 
Lots to get through. Lots to get through. And they said it couldn't be done, didn't well, they? Well, we're going to prove them wrong yet again, my yeah, friend. Yeah. Yet again. Watch this, everybody. We promise you this. we'll cover all this to a fairly passable standard. Yeah, I thought you were going to say breakneck speed. And I thought, yeah. well, it's in there. Yeah. No, <laughs> not, no, not our age. We're not that young anymore. No. <laughs> even when we were, was it ever breakneck? Looking forward to hearing about Brother, brother Brendan. Oh, later on. I think so. I think so. Let's start yeah. off with some good news, shall we? Yeah. Let's start with some good news. Yeah. Uh, Jack Grealish's form is looking up. Yeah, I mean, it is. It absolutely is. And, and, and we don't know if he will start the game against Southampton today, do we? We don't no. know that. Um, I but, mean, but if he does or doesn't, the fact is he was starting in the Champions League and he started against Manchester yeah, United. Don't, don't waste him on that lot. No point. <laughs> no point. Unbelievable. There's not, though, is there? <laughs> yeah. are, are you worried? <laughs> to be fair, I was insinuating that. Are you worried about them against Southampton? Well... I you mean, can, you can, you can, in the Premier League, you get Haley's Comet results. It do. does happen. It We've can seen happen. the Manchester-based sides go there and lose heavily. Crystal Palace have done well against Man City over the years. There we are. And um, Spurs have had some good results. It happens. I wouldn't put Spurs in the I same. wouldn't either. I don't yeah. know why I said that. But Southampton <laughs> aren't really... It's not something that... Uh, Guardo's not been up all night last night mm. worrying about whether to play Grealish or not if he can, because it might not work out. I don't otherwise. think it'll matter. But I think the fact is that he started the Manchester derby, played very well. He was excellent. And then he was man of the match against FC Copenhagen. Now, I know it's only FC Copenhagen, not the strongest team they'll have in the championship yeah, no, it's, like, it's not Iran is it's, it? it's not it <laughs> certainly is not um, but they needed to be broken down much like uh, Iran's football team uh, mm. according to reports they like to uh, park the bus sit deep yeah well, we'll, we'll, we'll probably discuss them in more detail I, I in coming weeks, so. won't we? Yeah. I, I would have thought so, yeah. Now, Grealish, he didn't uh, score or register an assist against Copenhagen, but he's still got man of the match, which shows you his performances are there. And he's looking quite tasty, I think, for, for um, you know having been at Manchester City for a while. And he said to himself, my last three or four games, I feel back to myself. I'm playing with that freedom and confidence. It would help if I got on the score sheet. I was desperate tonight, but it's all about enjoying it and winning. I, I think that's a fair comment, isn't it, from, yeah. from Jack? I think so. Um, uh, so... so I say this a reasonable amount, so I apologise if this is repetitive to people listening, but I do think it's really a part of how we frame this conversation about Jack. Because he's obviously a very exciting player who gets fans off their seats and all those other kind of cliches. Uh, And that does mean something, particularly when it comes to England, right? People wanted to have Jack Grealish playing. They wanted to be be introduced into games for England in tournaments when... A tournament's a festival of football. Exactly, exactly. Um, So what I was just going to say was, if Gareth... Um, and his boys, Gareth's gang, uh, are going are gonna to do something decent in this World Cup. Gareth needs to be brave enough to pick different players in attacking positions for different challenges. Yeah. And there's no... Uh, one thing we can both agree on, I think, even if we don't agree on much else, is that there's no other player like Jack in the squad. No. He, he'll go, right? You think he'll go? Oh, of course he'll go. Yeah, so there's no one else like him in that squad, is there? No, I, th- so, I think so the, then the question co- is for not whether he goes, it's whether he starts. Fine. So what then it becomes, what then becomes interesting, I think, Marcus, is then does his form between now and the World Cup become so good, does he play so consistently and so well for Manchester City mm. that it becomes difficult for Southgate to not pick him? Because when we did our uh, 11s last week... Yeah. We didn't have him in there starting, did we? Neither of us did. That's right, yeah. So what, so what, what do you think contextually um, Jack Grealish's uh, performances against Copenhagen and Man United mm-hmm. actually mean for that in that kind of uh, uh-huh. contextualised discussion? Yeah, well, I think, I think it does show Southgate that Grealish is getting to grips with Guardiola's techniques and tactics and all the rest of it. And that's the question mark over Grealish, certainly for Southgate, is can he rely on him to fit into a system? Can he rely on him to backtrack? 
to 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 do the things you know like that 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 will mean he's he is not just an outlet ball he's not just all about going forward he's contributing to the, what the team's doing as a whole because against the top opposition England will be pinned back at times mm. possibly for the majority of those games who knows but they will you know we've seen in the UEFA Nations League England have been been pretty pretty terrible but when England play the best teams we hope England get themselves into a position so they are playing the best teams, of course, yeah. and they, they're deep in the tournament and so on. Um, can he rely on Jack Grealish there? You know, is is Grealish going to get caught out? Is is the system going to be a little bit disjointed? Those are, these are the question marks. If he's starting for Manchester City in the Champions League and in big games for Manchester United, it shows you that Guardiola has a bit of confidence in him. It shows you that Guardiola's thinking, and oh, no, this guy, he can handle this and he's not going to make it disjointed. Now, people can immediately come back and say, well, hang on, Man United are not pulling up trees and it's only FC Copenhagen. But I think it's a start and it shows you progress. Yeah, and I, I would, yeah, that's fair. I would also throw a couple more things up into the mix for, for conversational kind of hot potatoes. Please, we for, want hot potatoes. For you to skewer. Uh-huh. Um, one is that I think his form, ha- his recent resurgence in form, if you want to call it that, actually goes back a bit further than yeah. those two games because I think he played pretty well in Sevilla for, 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 for City in the yeah. Champions League. Yeah. He also made a decent contribution against Wolves, who I know have had a difficult time, but I think he scored in that game First away from minute, home. I think, yeah, yeah um, started very strongly. Um so that's on that's in the positive side of the ledger, mm. and of course, a lot of this comes down to how you how you kind of relate that to what that means for his role in the international team, which yeah. of course is going to be different. Yeah, yeah. In the negative side of the ledger, on the negative side of the ledger, he plays poorly, doesn't really contribute much in England's nil nil draw with Italy, mm. and is left out for the return game, which England lose one mm. nil to Italy, yeah. and he's not being relied upon. Yeah. And even when England need to really, I mean, because by that point, the second game against Italy, they needed to win, right? Yeah. He's not being called upon no. in any meaningful way. So does that does that represent a disconnect between what Gareth Southgate wants from him and what we think um, what we think he can actually do? Because when he came off the bench against Italy, it was kind of you know great. But when he but... came off the bench against Germany, England got the draw, and it was he was one of the reasons why they were galvanised. So you maybe maybe so maybe then that's the most relevant example. Maybe that means maybe that's helped to convince Southgate a bit more. I think so. well, I think people myself included, have often seen Grealish as an impact sub. And Grealish has commented on that. He said, you know, if that's my role in the team, then that's my role in the team. Now, obviously, he doesn't want to do himself out of a starting position. But I think that's what it is. If the game opens up a little bit more, England needs something. What a man to turn to. And that's no shame. Your bench is there to be used. I think people sometimes think, oh, if you're coming on as a sub, that's some sort of disrespect. Not necessarily. I mean, players have made, you know, large, significant parts of their careers of being an impact sub and and being useful off the bench. Um, So I think these are the reasons. Also, you have to think about the playing style of England. Green is a very different option to, say, having, uh, say, Saka out there or or Raheem Sterling. Because Kane, we know, likes to drop deep. Mm. Does he want runners? Well, I, I think Sterling will start for England. So he'll always have that runner there. What does Southgate want to see on the other side? Because if he's got Saka, he also has a bit... Grealish doesn't lack pace, but he's got a bit of pace there mm. with Saka and, and 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 a different option. Inverted wingers, you know, who like to go to goal for goal a bit more. Mm. Grealish's goal-scoring record is not great mm. for Manchester City and for, for, for England. For, for Villa, he'd score a bit more. I mean, in his last couple of seasons for, for Villa, 17 goals and 20 assists. Impressive. But he was 
not given a free role, but he was given a little bit more. Different, it's, it's not with respect to Villa. Pressure off. And I don't feel like I need to be respectful of Villa, seeing them <laughs> under, under Steven Gerrard at the moment. But I will be respectful <laughs> to them uh, anyway, because yeah. that's the kind of guy I am. Mm. It's not the same. Um, it's not the same. No, it's not the same. So yeah. so you look at his goal-scoring record. One thing that will have pleased Southgate and, and, and everybody where Grealish is concerned was, was that goal against Wolves. Now, I know it was a number of weeks ago now. The fact is, you know, arriving late, getting on the end of something, we haven't really seen that much from him. And no. your wingers are there to provide goals and, and all the rest of it. We've seen Sterling get on the end of, of, of a lot of balls for, for, for Man City and for England as well. If And Foden's scoring record, look at that. He's now way among the goals. And, 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 that, come, and that brings on to the central point, isn't it? So, yeah. so, sorry to cut you off, but like, I, think, I think the central point here, you've, you've, you've landed upon it, which is that this all comes down to a decision around a lot of actually really good players. Yes. And you've got, and they provide different options, which is what we started the conversation by saying. We, we spoke to Jim yesterday on the Ramble, and he was talking about how Saka, people at Arsenal are thinking that Saka isn't quite hitting the heights he hit last season just yet, yeah. right? He's a starter for England when he's on really good form, and Gareth fancies it. England's player of the, probably the player of the year. Yeah, Foden's coming off a great run of form at the moment yeah. and will obviously have a big part to play. Kane's undroppable. Mm. Sterling, perhaps a bit more of a question mark over him, but then he's a reliable, experienced yeah. senior pro there that mm. Gareth Southgate likes. And Grealish. I think the way we'll end up landing here is I think Grealish will probably end up playing the role he played in the last tournament. I agree with you. I think, I think Southgate is conservative by nature and what that can also mean is he'll look back and go, and he'll be watching tape and he'll look back and he'll go, that worked really well for us then. Yeah. And it can work well for us again. Why would I change that role? Yeah. And Southgate himself said, we he love loves him as well, doesn't he? We love working with him. Yeah. He's a great kid. Great to have around the camp. I mean, that, that yeah. he's in. Yeah. No two ways about that. He's Do in. you know what he means by that? Yeah. He's, he, he, he means that um, everyone gets to laugh at him when he says stupid yeah. shit. <laughs> But if that galvanizes, that brings people together. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Greenish doesn't seem to mind. There's no he? disrespect to, to to Jack. No, not at all. Um, so yes, good news that his, his form is looking up because you wouldn't want to go in and him not playing much football, not really playing that well, no. and you think, mm, okay. And it puts more pressure on the manager as well because you think uh, people will always trot out that thing. That to be fair, we sometimes trot out, or I certainly do. Where uh-huh. imagine if, if Jack Greenish doesn't really feature at all now between now and the end of the and the, yeah. and the World Cup, what's going to happen? People are going to say, well. Oh, he says he's going to pick players on form yeah. and all the rest of it, and he hasn't. Yeah. Um, at least when when players are playing, they're yeah. match ready, they're match fit. It gives Southgate a much easier time of it when it comes to picking the squad. Yeah. So it's good news overall, right? I think it's very good news. And just to finish off the point is that in terms of impact, up Grealish is your man. He gi- and, and he just gives everyone such a lift, and that is worth its weight in gold. Against Iran, we're going to need someone to draw a foul on the 80th minute to get us a set piece to score. You're absolutely to win. right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Let's turn our attention to one of Grealish's teammates at uh, Manchester City, Carl Walker. Now, Man City have confirmed this week that Walker underwent groin surgery on on Tuesday, uh, meaning his fitness for the World Cup is is coming in doubt. Of so. Um, that's officially bad news. Very much bad news. The bad news section is upon us. Yes. The so, clouds are, are, are forming above our heads. And I know what you're thinking. Uh, were people thinking, you know, would Eric Dyer be in the in the back three? Would he be the sweeper? Possibly. He's, he's, he's I think right. he will be. I think he will yeah, be. Yeah, and you think, well, obviously Walker would be one side and, and maybe, ooh, is it Maguire or is it Stones? Uh, maybe Stones there. Well, what this means is maybe Stones goes to the the other side, and then does that let Maguire back in? Well, against Germany, they started with Maguire on the left of the three. Maguire plays on the left of the three. Stones on the right of the three. Yeah, and Stones went off with an injury, did he not? Uh, he might have done. I think he did, and yeah. I think I think um, Walker came in, didn't he? Yeah. So Walker, but Walker plays in that role. He's yeah. not going to play right wing back. That is between 
Trippier and James and Alexander-Arnold. Oh, we've had a lot of chat about Alexander-Arnold. That's not where we're going with this. But no. they are the players who are vying for, for that role. My own, I mean, yes, yeah, so so we should say that Pep Guardiola clarified the situation by saying, Kyle will be out for a bit. I know how important the World Cup is for players, but honestly, I don't know uh, if we'd be there. Now, Walker has played six out of the seven games for England at the Euros, five out of seven in, in World Cup 2018, including every knockout game in both competitions. He's, he is he's massively important for England. Hugely you know, I, important. I think he's in the top three most important England yeah. players of the Southgate era. I agree with you. With, with with Kane and maybe Sterling. Yeah, possibly Pickers. Yeah, yeah, Pickford. Yeah, but he but he's there. You you you're absolutely right. And I think it would be a huge loss because he's very solid in that role. But the pace that he provides that back line, you cannot underestimate it. It really is quite crucial, and it also allows England to play slightly more. Uh, be, it'll be a little bit more expansive now I know expansive and Gareth Southgate tend not to go together, uh, together yeah. that, that often they but don't go together like ball beef and carrots do they <laughs> they're chalk and not. cheese exactly or belt and braces and Harry Redknapp yeah. you know uh, but, 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 but on that right side of the defence he can kind of push up like he is a bit of a right back as well because he can get back in there He's a very versatile, very uh, intelligent player, and he's also got an yeah. incredible amount of recovery pace, yes. even for his age. Now, we hope the, gro- the groin injury... Well, yeah. some people reported it was a groin. Some people reported it was like an abdom- abdominal injury. Yeah. That, to me, feels like it could really impact on his realistic chances of playing at the World Cup, because even if he's past fit, yeah. can he really open up and go? Yeah, and it's 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 an injury to a crucial player that you yeah you just don't really want this you know. But I suppose it's better now than in say a few weeks time when he probably would be ruled out. Um, with regards to uh, we mentioned Harry Maguire now Maguire went into the Euros off the back of a long injury um, layout uh, layoff rather. Yeah. Uh, but he did play and he played very well. He was in the team of the tournament, lest we forget. So if Carl Walker, if there is a chance of him playing, and uh, and, and Southgate. Uh, he's thinking, you know, it would say we're sort of above 50% sure that he could maybe play in the World Cup. I think Southgate will have him in there. You get 26 players. Right up to the last moment. Yeah. It, it, clearly, if it's like, actually, you know, there's very little chance, then you might as well bring in, bring in somebody but else. But could you not keep him in as part of the 26 because you get extra players and just get him on a unicorn on the swimming pool for yeah. the morale? Oh, that is, that's a good point there. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, if if... You know, you go further in the tournament. Obviously, there's an extra week there, and so on. But I don't want to start jinxing things. But well, can I just can I just say yeah. this 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 news, which is you know absolutely dressed up as bad news by us, and for good reason. And yeah. I'm sure everyone listening will agree. I think it means one of two things. Yeah. The first thing it can mean mm. is it can mean that England have no choice but to switch to a back four. Yeah. Uh, and we'll come on to that. Yeah. The second thing it could possibly mean mm. is something we haven't mentioned yet, and that is that. On the right of that back three, I know what you're going to say. Reese James can play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, could you get away with? And I know we aren't really going to be going into tournaments talking about getting away with things, but you have to deal the hands that you've you have to play the hands yep. you've been dealt. And then yeah. England are by no means going to be the only team that are going to get an injury to a player. So, could you get away with playing Reese James on the right of the back three and then bring Trent in as a more attacking option because you know how positionally good Reese James is? I think a lot of people would be up for that. And trust Stones to do the left side of the of the yeah. back three yeah. with Dyer. Mm. Now, I would personally, mm. knowing how committed philosophically Southgate and Holland are to a back three, mm. I'd prefer that. What, of course, it may mean, which I'll just mention, which I'll come on to now, is perhaps a back four. That, to me, feels like something that Southgate and Holland don't really want to do. And of course, there's no games now between now and the tournament. So that seems maybe less likely. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think that's what he probably would do if Walker was out. I think he might put Rhys James in there because James is that good. It would be a shame because Rhys James started to look the part in that right wing back role for England. But 
Trippier's played there and, and, and uh, contributed a lot. We know what Alexander-Arnold can bring as well. So again, you've got two fabulous options there. It just goes to show you, doesn't it? Because last week we were talking about Trent and we were, I mean, lots of chat on, our, on the shows we've done generally have been about, you know, will he take Trent or not? Yeah. Now the whole thing's changed again yeah. on, a, on, a, on, a, on a dime because of because of Carl Walker's situation. That's right, yeah. Well, I mean, he took Trent in, in Russia when, uh, for the World Cup. He didn't... Uh, I don't know whether he got any minutes or not. If he did, there was very, very few. And then he got injured ahead of the Euros. And then he got injured ahead yeah. of the Euros. So, you know... Hey, he probably would have gone, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he... I at can't remember point, if he, he was gone. in the squad or he was in the sort of... At that point, he would have gone. Cause, like, did, he get, did he not get injured? It was in a pre-season. Pre-season. It was in a pre-tournament friendly. Friendly, quite, exactly. Yeah, so, so, so he, he, was in the, he was in the mix. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think he would definitely take him. I, th- I think he would probably start Trippier, though, right wing back. But you never know. Mm. Um, but I think Reese James is, is that quality... That he, that he could fit in there. I, I think you're right. I think he would go with a back three rather than a back four because of James's uh, 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 versatility. And if not, then actually I think you would probably see maybe Stones one side and probably Maguire the other side. It would it would concern me about the centre-backs, the amount of centre-backs that they have because Connor Cody and Eric Dyer are probably looking at that sweeper role, which John Stones himself has played. Who do you play either side? Mings is not really that... Uh, he, I don't think he's an option at the moment. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So so who do you then start saying? Tamori? But we haven't seen, seen him, very yeah. little of him. You know, and I so, think Milan play a back four for the most part. Anyway. They do, yeah. So Tamori's not used to it. Although I would fancy him to be in... Uh, well, I, I think you take a chance on Stones across there. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think what yeah. you just said there makes sense. So we shall see. But, but we want Carl Walker to be fit. And we yeah. wish him all the best and we hope that that works out because um, it would be very bad news if Carl Walker doesn't make the World Cup. Yes, officially. The news that came through, Marcus, was officially bad. Absolutely right. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back, everybody. Right, Lukey Moore, what's next? It's the most talked about new football podcast feature on the Ramble Network this week and last week inclusive. Uh, it's and, and, uh, Producer Rory, you probably want to put a little bit of effect on this. Yeah. The take thermometer. Oh. Right. Um, every week on Lions Watch, we sense check the latest big opinions on the take thermometer. We pick a take 
at random yeah. from the world of football related to the England team. And then Marcus and I pull it to pieces. <laughs> I mean, it's fairly self-explanatory. We decide whether it's good or whether it's not good. Last week, we used the Nando's um, um, spice periometer thing. Which was helpful. I, I actually had a Nando's on Monday after Did that. Did you? I, must, I think I marketed it to myself. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, so... It's something a pundit, a player, a coach has said regarding the English men's team. Uh, is it a hot take? Is it a load of old shit? Um, st- stay tuned to find out. Today's, this week's Take Thermometer take is the following. Here's the headline. Brendan Rodgers says James Madison could be what England need at the World Cup. Um, that's Brendan Rodgers says James Madison could be what England need at the World Cup. I'll give you a brief explainer. This is following the game against Nottingham Forest, which Leicester won 4-0 in the post-match, I believe. Brendan Rodgers said it would be a shame if Gareth Southgate does not record the midfielder to his England score for the World Cup. And he went on to say, Madison is a player who can come into the game and change the course of a game. To have that ability, even if he wasn't starting for you, on the bench to come in and bring something in a tight World Cup game is what a team like England needs. And he also went on to defend his character, actually, as well, because that's something that's dogged Madison a bit. Yes. Um, among among the commentariat. He said, when I first came in, he was a young guy. You saw his haircuts, his bags, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but he's really matured as a man and as a team player. Sometimes when you're deemed that create sometimes when you're deemed that creator, sorry, you might be seen as a soloist, but he's not that. He's a team player. And I'll just add before I get your take on the take, um, Madison's got 17 goals and 10 assists since the start of last season. Harry Kane is the only English player to have more than that. So stats are impressive. There's a bit of um a bit of substance to that take from Brother yeah. Brendy. I know you don't like to go against Brother Brendy, no. but we'd love to know what you think of the take. I think the take is, it's uh, what's the lowest one on the Nando's? Is it um, lime or something? It's it? mango. <laughs> mango and lime? Mango and lime yeah. or lemon and herb, I believe. Well, either is the lowest. I think you can choose. They're both equally low. Yeah. What would Brother Brendy, well, I think he would probably be a little bit exotic and go for mango and lime. Well, I think we're going to go for the top five hottest chilies in the world this week. So, number one is the Carolina Reaper. Yep. Number two, so confusing. Number two is the Trinidad Moruga Scorpion. Oh. Number three is the uh, Seven Pot Dougla. Not for me. Number four is the Seven Pot Primo. I'd have a go at that one. And number five is the uh, Trinidad Scorpion Butch Tea. Yeah, it doesn't uh, real keep me out of that. <laughs> okay. So, what do you think of this take from Brendan? Is he just trying to do his um, his player a solid, or is it? Is it with merit? Well, it's with merit because you see the stats there, but I'm afraid this is far too little, far too late for James Madison. Yeah. And it's a is it anything he's done, though? Well, not on the pitch, no. Um, I think he's, he's played very, very well for Leicester. He's, he's scored a lot of goals. You know, as I say, the 17 goals and 10 assists since the start of last season. He just, the system is wrong with the way England play. It's not playing into Madison's hands. You know, that's that, that unfortunately, is the reality of it. I mean, Southgate does know him a little bit because I think they teamed up when they were Southgate was under 21's manager or also at youth level. Madison has been involved there. Um, so this idea of, uh, you know, has Southgate and have they deployed the kind of all blacks, no dickhead policy? Is is Madison a bit of a dickhead? I don't, I don't think he is. I think he comes across quite well, but you can see that he's a little bit more outspoken. And the fact is that Rogers said that about the haircuts and the bags suggests there has been a question mark over that previously. Yeah. But does Madison play well? in a more structured system. Well, we just talked about Grealish not doing that. And Madison is operating in a similar space so, so to Grealish, what, what he was... That's a, that's a really good point. I think, to me, I'd love to know from your side whether you think it is the fact that he sort of generally plays on the right-hand side of like right. a four behind a striker for Leicester. Yeah. And England don't do that. Yep. And I, I kind of get that. 
and he's only got one England cap, which he picked up in 2019. Mm. Is it that? Yeah. Because that, to me, feels like a pretty easy thing for Gareth Southgate to be able to say. Mm. Or is it things like, at the end of 2019, when he pulled out the senior squad, yeah. he said he was ill, and then he was at the casino yeah. like that night or the next night or whatever, which so Brendan Rodgers defended at that time as yeah, well. He did, yeah. Is that the media being a bit naughty, or is that just you know is that something that he shouldn't have been doing? It'll be taken into account. Yeah. The, the, one of the things about this Gareth Southgate England side is the the, the harmony the unity, in the training yeah, camp. Yeah. It's absolutely huge. Look at Joe Gomez. For a while, I thought, how is he not getting called up for England and all that kind of stuff? But you remember the little altercation he had with Raheem Sterling. Mm. Joe Gomez was being picked by Southgate. Got now, a bad injury, didn't he? He's had his injuries. Mm. But if other players have injuries, Southgate is always sure to sort of talk about them to make sure they're there and so on. So I think if there is that element of, mm, could this disrupt the squad, there's that. Now, we we probably won't ever really know about that. We don't unless... talk about that enough, do we, as, as, as no. uh, pundits and stuff? Because It's a difficult one to speculate They're on. human beings as well, right? Exactly. And there's often two sides to a story. So if someone who doesn't like Madison, actually you meet him, you think, actually, I thought he was perfectly fine. I think the other person was unreasonable. But the way Madison plays, I think... That it's a similar thing to Grealish. If you remember, it took a while for Grealish to get into Southgate squad. But when he played him, he saw what Grealish brought and what what Grealish could do, and he thinks, well, we've got a player like that. And 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 Grealish going to Man City and, and as I say, learning under Pep, that that will help him. Whereas Madison, if he moved to a bigger side and was being managed by a Guardiola Klopp or something, then maybe. But Madison is still that kind of mavericky type player, and Southgate doesn't really like that. If we if Southgate leaves after the World Cup and we see a new manager come in, I think that'd be very good news for Madison. But right now, clean slate, indeed. I think what he, what England need at the World Cup. I mean, in terms of bringing players on, because Madison would never start. Well, you can bring on Saka, Grealish, Mount. You know, these are good players to, to, to bring yeah. on. These are, these players can make a difference. So I, I think it's a poor take. But what do you think? I think it's a moderate take. Right. I think So you think it's a poor take. I kind of get that. Chiefly because, you, as you said at the start of all this, it's too little, too late. Yeah. We understand the aspect of, of Brother Brendy wanting to pick up his player. <laughs> he may well be saying that yeah. every bit to, 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 to puff up Madison yeah, than actually course. realistically thinking England are going to get in the squad. Absolutely. So maybe he's got his own reasons for the take. Oh, if you're a player and your manager put his neck on, you know, mm. put his head out outside the parapet, I'm mixing my metaphors. <laughs> if he, yeah, if he put his neck on the block, no, whatever, yeah. uh, you would love that. It would yeah. give you a big confidence. So, so I, I, you, you think it's a poor take. You're, you're giving it a... Um, poor take because of all things considered. You're giving it a Trinidad Scorpion Butch T, which is the lowest <laughs> on this rank. Oh, is that rank? lowest? Yeah. It sounds terrifying. I know, it does, yeah. Oh, it is still um, terrifying. Aren't they the, the spice? I'm giving it a seven pot Dougla, which is a three out of five. I'll tell you why. Because I think you I'm, love a Dougla. I'm going to give Brendy the benefit of the doubt because I think he's got his own reasons for saying it. Mm. I don't think he realistically even thinks at this stage. Yeah. And, you know, fall back on what I've already just said about you, your take. It's too little, too late. Yeah. You're absolutely spot on to say that when Gareth Southgate moves on, which I think will almost certainly be after the World Cup, come what may, I believe. Um, that's good news for James Madison. Yeah. I also think, you know, I'll just chuck this in there as an addendum at the end. If Leicester were in the position, say, Brighton are fourth in the Premier League yeah. at the moment, and yeah, he's playing maybe. the way he's playing, it'll be a tougher one to call. Yeah. I don't think it is at the moment. I don't think, you know, with respect to them, I don't think smashing a, a poor Nottingham Forest who've struggled 4-0 mm. off the back of a Monday night game yeah. is really time to be talking about that. Look, he's, we've, there's been players over the years who England managers have not fancied. They've not really given been given much of a look in and people think how can such and such only got a few caps or whatever you think about oh poor old Stevie Bruce yeah never played or your mate Matt Letizia I never you know. think about Steve I never think about either of those people <laughs> why am I thinking about them why are they poor <laughs> well not financially I wouldn't have thought both completely self-inflicted situations 
<laughs> but in terms of not being called up for England, you know, there was you get these players, is what I'm saying. That that some they're very talented players, but you can't pick everybody, and it's and, it, and yeah. it's quite difficult. Well, Letizia Letizia struggled because he he was perceived to not be um, hard working enough. Yeah. He was perceived to be a luxury player, and he was perceived to be a player who didn't have a huge amount of ambition. Mm. Uh, who maybe perhaps didn't fit into the England setup. I think Steve Bruce is probably it's a different era because England didn't play hardly any games then compared to what they play now. And he was, I mean, they were just they were just centre backs ahead of him. But he was, I mean, Steve Steve Bruce is widely regarded by you know yeah. big, knowledgeable football people to probably be the best player mm. that's never got an England cap. But should he replace Southgate after the World Cup? Should he replace Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. What does Brother Brendy think? Uh, anyway, another take for the moment next week. We haven't had a hot take yet. Two weeks in, still not had a hot take. Uh, well, they need to up the game. Big time. Big time. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Right. Uh, what have we got now? Oh, it's time for your news, everybody. Uh, we asked you on uh, the socials, what country should England be wary of at the World Cup and why? Yeah, which which team do we? I mean, obviously, if you if, we, if you're like anything like us, um, and you're an England fan, you're wary of every team because yeah. there's every different conceivable way that England could lose. Well, I think that's it. People are, often when we sort of go oh, blow, we'll probably lose to Iran and Wales, and people go, oh, "What are you talking about? You're a better team." Yeah, but we, we saw Iceland. Mm. We? We've mm. seen board draws against like the likes yeah. of Algeria. But we, you're normally you're no, you're normally someone who would say, "Yeah, but that's an old era now; it's all changed." Yeah, I know, but you the, memory, the nation's league. Quite play. Metallica, the memory remains. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite like late era Metallica as well. Do you know it's one of my favourite Metallica songs? Really? That shows you I'm not really into them. Which I'm say, not... You probably need to listen to quite a lot more Metallica. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, I, I think that, look, before we throw over to, to our lovely listeners and yeah, to, our, yeah, to, yeah. Our, to our pals who've, who've messaged in, I, I think there is a legitimate argument to say that, and you can start talking about the permutations beyond the group stage, yeah. and, and some of our listeners have done so, and we'll come on to that. I think Iran aside, I, think, I expect England to beat Iran. I think you can make a decent argument to say that the Wales and the USA games are mm. basically, certainly for the opposition, derby games. I know what you mean. Certainly for Wales, yeah. Well, when I, mate, when I was in the US a would month they, ago... Would they consider that? Mate, when I was in the US a month really? ago, I went on a guest on a show and the guys on that show were just desperate for the USA to beat England because they're desperate for legitimacy. They really... Yeah, have they not known for a while that that doesn't give you legitimacy anymore? England in football... They England, did it in 1950. England, well done. Yeah, I don't think they remember that. <laughs> England are the big brother when it comes to football to them. It's the only situation where we are. Well, it's both common language, Premier League, yeah. and all that kind of so, stuff. Anyway, so what country should England be most wary of at the World Cup and yeah. why? Do you want me to go through them and you well, can... I think that's a good idea. Okay, fine. So um, Owen's been in touch first. I think yeah. it's pronounced Owen. If it's, if it's Ian, I apologise. Could be Ian, actually, yeah. Could be. All right. Um, Owen Ian. slash Ian yeah. <laughs> says Senegal. If the groups pan out how I yeah. think they will, England's top of the group is Senegal second behind the Dutch in Group A, and Senegal are very capable of giving England a shock in the last 16. Well, talking about legitimacy, I mean, that very much would for, for a country like Senegal, who are the African champions, by the way. That's not mm. too, there's no disrespect at all. But they will, uh, they'll be very aware of uh, a number of players who play for England. You know, Premier League is obviously very big in, in, in all parts of the world, especially in, in West Africa. So, yes, if England played Senegal, Senegal have got players that, that uh, they've got some real quality in there as well. Um, and going into a tournament off the back of being, uh, you know, African uh, uh, champions as well, yes, I, I would be concerned if England got them. But I mean, cry out loud. England have been fortuitous mm. in, in draws in previous tournaments. Mm. Let's be honest. Although, they, I mean, Germany was in the second round of the Euros and, and there is a bit of footballing history there. I, I think I think that when you look at the draw that England got in the World Cup and people start saying, oh, you know, it's an easy group and stuff, it kind of is a decent enough group, but yeah. it gets very tough. 
Well, I think I think I do think the old cliche is that there's no After easy that. games and there's no easy groups. But clearly, there are one there are groups that you would rather than than, than not. To be honest with you, when Wales went in there, I was like, oh no, because mm. as you say, the derby games they're not the ones you want. Um, quite frankly, no, they're not. But people also, I think it's slightly disrespectful to Colombia in 2018 because they actually had a good side. Yeah, uh, well, they, they, that was life or death ring and that. It that was very close. Uh, before I move on, I should just say that for those listening who aren't quite aware of of the type of players that Senegal will be lining up with, you've got the likes of you know, captains Kaladu Kalabali, who plays for Chelsea, big, well-respected, experienced player. Yeah. Mendy and goal. Edouard Mendy and goal, of course. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, not like to forget him in a hurry. Great goalkeeper. <laughs> uh, Drissa Gay plays for them as yeah. well. Um, Everton. Um, Czech Kiate, very experienced. Who have they got going forward? Um, Sadio Mane. Oh yeah. yeah, remember him? I do. Liverpool certainly do. <laughs> um, yeah, so Ismail Assar, obviously at Watford at the moment, but mm. again, a, a pretty experienced uh, player, even despite his young age. There's a lot of players there that can hurt England. A lot of players there who ply their trade in England, who would therefore like to give England a bloody nose. So I think yeah. it's a good shout from from Ian. And also uh, Aliou Cisse as well, the, the coach. Yeah, the wild operator. Great to great to great to see him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Tom him, him, coming up against Louis Van Gaal in the group. It'd be lovely to see those two uh, have a, a would, tactic off. Would you rather play in the spirit of what of what um, yeah. Ian sent in? Would you rather play Senegal or Netherlands in the second round? Probably uh, Senegal still. I think probably Senegal only because Netherlands have looked decent in the last few games. Definitely, they've they're in a, uh, been very resurgent. Yeah. I don't think it ever works out like that in the World Cup. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't always go as you oh, think my God. Whenever you try and do it, yeah. as you say, there's always plenty. That's, that's why you can't take your eyes off it. So I'll bracket these next two up together because Tom and Marissa have said Argentina and Brazil respectively. Tom yes. says Argentina are on a record unbeaten run. Mm. A lot of history in the fixture, a lot of good players. Brazil, we just know about Brazil. Yeah, they've yeah, always yeah, got yeah, such yeah. good quality. They also really passionately connect themselves to the World Cup oh they goodness. can make a claim more than any other country so this is kind of our tournament Definitely. and if they go more than a couple without winning it they start to get really frustrated They're due. they are due Yeah, it's been 20 years which of those two would you be more worried about well I think I would have Brazil over Argentina just in terms of who I think could win the tournament mm. um, but in terms of facing them, just because of all the nonsense with Argentina, I think I'd rather play Brazil. I think Argentina probably care more. Yeah, definitely. Especially when, yeah, in terms of playing England, certainly. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, Argentina, there's... Our man Jonathan Wilson wrote a, a piece about Argentina ahead of the World Cup. And he said, you know, they're not perfect. A little bit just jointed here and there, he said. But there's a feeling of destiny about them. Right. Messi's... We keep, we've said a, once or twice, maybe, Messi's last tournament. The fact is they won the Copper America, finally. They, they got their hands back on that trophy. Mm. Messi got his international trophy he's been brilliant for PSG this year uh, going I just yeah I would really want to avoid Argentina because I could see Messi dancing rings around England's back three and all that and I think this is the, the power of Messi even, yeah. though, even though that he's obviously not the player he was the power he has and the, and the yeah. influence and the intangibles that come along totally. with being Messi is a big deal I, just, I, think, I think yeah Either I mean, of those but either of those teams Marcus you, you look through the, the, the first 11 they're likely to start with mm. It's just a who's who. Yeah. I always feel like with Brazil, you always. Get... I'd say Brazil are better though on paper. They probably are, but mm. you, with Brazil, you always you always used to get like, the odd kind of centre back, the odd left yeah. back who you never really knew about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these days, I mean, everyone knows everything about everyone. Yeah. And, and Richarlison would definitely score a header at the back post, catch him on our defenders napping to uh, mm. to put them two 0 up or something. So yes, yeah. terrified of uh, it's quite depressing to hear you say that. Yeah, but it hasn't happened yet, so let's just no. enjoy it while we're not having. And, it. and we should also say that you know, realistically, you go into the World Cup, there's going to be good teams in it. Well, of course there are. I mean, like that's the funny thing. You know, we go into this World Cup, people say it's a bit more of an open tournament, and it is actually. I'd say to me, in Russia, France were the clear favourites, and obviously they they went and won it this time round. 
a lot of people got Brazil as favourites, fair enough, but it's not a vintage Brazil side. I mean, it's probably quite indicative that when we asked this question, um, our listeners between them pretty much came up with every single country <laughs> that qualified <laughs> for different reasons. Yeah, Norway, he's not even there! <laughs> yeah, 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 but he yeah. still terrifies us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Sandeep says Wales because of the narrative. Yeah, I mean, all we've, agreed. we've seen a bit of that at the Euros in, yeah. in recent memory. That was kind of difficult for England. Sturridge got the winner late on, didn't he? He or, did, yeah. Yeah, um, Bard, yeah, got a goal as well. Um, and then uh, another Tom, presumably not the same Tom. Uh-huh. Um, he says England are the things we. England are the team I'm most worried about. Other than France, we've got the most talented squad. We can only beat ourselves. Yeah, he's right about only beating ourselves. He's wrong about most talented squad because again, people are forgetting about Brazil. I think people want this. People look at those those the front three options for England. Harry Kane and then who do you play on the on the flanks next to him and go, well, we've got one of the best squads. Haven't we? Jude mm. Bellingham's a really young player. If you look at the rest of the squad, yeah, Reese James is is, is uh, a, a, a brilliant uh, uh, you know, right back or or, or right-sided player. But actually you start to look, you know, Pickford in terms of the, the best goalkeepers in the world, he wouldn't get a mention even though he plays really well for England. You look at the defenders, you look at you start to look around players in there who don't have Champions League experience like Declan Rice who will be a starter for England so I actually you think and he has not been a brilliant start to the season no, so when people say England have got one of the most talented squad yes England have got a talented squad there's no doubt about that but I think they, they get blindsided by Kane and the options you've got on the wing mm. and I think actually if you look then, at it and, England and, don't have the squad at France or, or, or Brazil and there's also a feeling that we're a bit of a crossroads with this England team and we'll yeah. cover this in a bit more detail in the coming weeks and obviously we'll see it for sure in one way or the other in the World Cup itself this is a crossroads chiefly because it could. There are some signs that this is come the coming to the end of Southgate's cycle yeah. with the way they performed in the Nations League. Then they yeah, might yeah. be able to lift themselves. We we talked about the take last week from Gary Neville saying that you know they'll they'll come good when it when the tournament really matters, and that remains to be seen. It's unlikely, I think, that England can continue getting to semi-finals, finals. Like indefinitely. Yeah. So at some point, something's going to have to give. Mm. It could be in a complete implosion in the World Cup. And it yeah. wasn't, and that's the case. It probably doesn't really matter who England play because we've seen so many times, Marcus, yeah, yeah. they can get embarrassed by Germany in 2010, but they can also get embarrassed by an Iceland. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really matter. So what our friend Tommy messaged in there saying that England can only beat themselves maybe because we know more about England than we know about other countries. That does ring quite true to me because if England aren't on it, yeah, they will lose 4-0 to a Hungary. Yeah. It's just, it just seems to be something in them that can make them do that. No, you, you, you're right. Although, I mean, you mentioned France as well. I'm fascinated to see if the odd quirk of uh, the majority of World Cup winning sides then go out in the first yeah. round and they're the follow-up tournament. Only Brazil, when they won it in 2002 and uh, played in 2006, have bucked that trend. But France, 0-2, out in the first round. Spain, yeah. 2014, out in the first round. Italy, 2010, out in the first round. Germany, in, in Russia, out in the yeah. first round. It's an extraordinary... What you're saying is great that England didn't win it. Uh, absolutely. It was genius. <laughs> it's yeah. genius. And, and we'll continue not to win it yeah. because we don't want to go out in the first round again like we did in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> we know the pain. Sodger joy, we just want to avoid the pain. I think it's, I think it's interesting how you see um, the way in which big countries in international football implode. Yeah. And Germany kind of implode the same way as England sometimes. Yeah. They're just miles off it. They, oh, it's very rare. But, it, but when it happens, it happens in that way. Yeah. But when France and Netherlands do it, oh, no, it's much no, more explosive, no, right? Talking. So it's the same with um, with with the France as it is with, with, with Holland. Yeah. They, they go in a massive, almost like a punch up. We all hate each other. We're all going home kind of way. Yeah. It's a lot more kind of volatile. Whereas England, this is a little bit listless, isn't it? Yeah, I know what you it's mean. A little bit, oh, we can't be fucked with Maybe this. we want a bit of volatility. Oh, the Premier League's really hard. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Under France, I mean, we should wrap it up. And we're now, I'm just about to mention France. But Didier Deschamps, you know, obviously uh, uh, 
you know, won the World Cup last time and so on and so forth. We know his methods. We know the type of coach he is. I think it'd be an interesting one. Then they're in the group with Australia, Denmark and, and Tunisia, which probably is quite fortunate for them. But the Danes look good. Mm. I think they, they, they have looked good yeah. I think the Danes look very good so, so, so we shall see but there we are everybody thank you very much for listening to uh, Lions Watch it's been an absolute pleasure we'll be back of course uh, next Saturday and every Saturday until the start of the World Cup uh, but before that we'll be seeing you for the usual ramble on Monday of course rounding up the best action from the weekend yeah so, looking forward to the, which Premier League manager has been sacked as part of my crystal ball yeah we shall see we'll, yeah, keep, keep, your, uh, keep your eyes peeled for that indeed yeah, yeah thank you very much Luke thank you see you next time thank you everybody see you next time is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.